Hello everyone, welcome to my show Karyap Startup Leadership Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian entrepreneurs, C-suite executives and innovators who provide candid insights from the personal journey to inspire you. And this is your host Priyanka Komla joining you on our 79th episode of Karyap Startup Leadership Podcast. Thanks to each one of you for your wonderful support and loyal viewership. And I have a fabulous guest with me tonight. Arjun Vaidya, the CEO of Dr. Vaidya, one of India's top Ayurveda brands. Hi, Arjun. Welcome to the show. Hi, Priyanka. Thanks so much for having me. Such a pleasure, Arjun. Arjun is joining us from Mumbai in India. So how does life feel back in Mumbai amidst the pandemic? Life is slowly resuming, you know. Um, I think uh, being in Ayurveda, I've been out and about all through the pandemic. And I think every month we're sort of slowly moving back to to life as it used to be so i had my first meal at a restaurant last friday um since the pandemic started um people are now going out a little bit more so i think it's it's in the process of moving back um we have more folks coming into the office now uh, but i think we're still sometime away from going back to february 2020 I know it's it's been hard, but I'm glad there are young entrepreneurs like you who are brightening up the world with amazing Ayurveda insights. So, and that's one of the best parts about bringing you onto the show. So, to our listeners, please drop in a quick hello and the country that you're tuning in from. We have an amazing free mentoring session that young entrepreneur Arjun is going to provide to one lucky listener. So, here's your chance to grab this exclusive opportunity. How does it feel, Arjun, to mentor someone? I, I mean, I I love it, right? And I, I think that I'm a I'm a big uh, fan of mentorship and, and I was chatting with someone today who's who's in college and um, she asked me for the three pieces of advice that I would give um, or three mistakes that that I've seen sort of young folks make and I think mentorship is is to me the most important one for me through my startup journey I have had mentors like my dad for example um, and folks in the industry that I've respected who may not know online or e-commerce as much as I think I do but um I go to my dad for insights on negotiation, on administration, on setting up systems. While they may not be technical and, and sort of digital, I think that experience is critical. And so I'm happy to um, to add whatever value I can. And I, and I keep saying, you know, in 2016, 2017, when we started an online-only brand, we didn't have that many people um, show us the ropes. And so we made a lot of mistakes that that I, I hope that in my experience, I can stop people from making. You know, that's amazing. And... To our listeners, you might be wondering, who is this very humble guy? But let me talk to you about the legacy behind the 150-year-old brand that this young entrepreneur is putting right on his shoulders. Arjun Vaidya is the CEO of Dr. Vaidya's New Age Ayurveda, and he's rightly pointed out India's almost first digital Ayurveda brand. Arjun was recently the first Ayurvedic entrepreneur to be featured in the Forbes 30 Under 30 Asia list as well as the BW40 under 40 list. So congratulations, that sounds impressive for- Rianka. <laughs> All right, so what is Dr. Vaidya brand going to look like? You know, that's one of the questions that a lot of people have, and that's exactly why you need to listen to this episode, because we talk about big brands, but when you have young entrepreneurs who are taking on the legacy as part of taking the com company forward, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of pressure to perform and achieve. And here, Arjun is rightly poised to take this company to bigger leaps. And we're super excited to learn more about his startup journey. And I should say in June 2019, Dr. Vaidya raised almost US $5 million, which is approximately 35 Indian crore rupees, 
from the RP Sanjeev Goenka group, the brand's next leg of growth. Arjun has a bachelor's in international relations and economics from Brown University. He then worked in private equity and then finally decided to pack his bags and leave to India to figure out how you can take his brand that his grandfather had created with sweat and blood into the next level. So that's a wonderful journey, I should say, Arjun. Thank you. No, I think I think Priyanka, you you put it very well. But I, I'll tell you one thing, right? Um, a lot of folks mistake Dr. Vedya's for being a legacy brand, um, and we are a legacy company. Uh, but but the really cool part about star about our brand is we're a startup, but not a startup, right? We're a startup because um, it's got 150 years of Ayurveda legacy backing it. But my dada didn't run a company. My grandfather didn't run a company. He was an Ayurvedic doctor who ran a clinic. So what we're actually doing at Dr. Vedya's is taking forward his legacy of formulations and products and making it into a brand. Because my my grandfather used to see 300 to 350 patients a day, which is a lot of people. 12,000 people, 12,000 patients a month used to write him via post. But I want to now take what he had in his clinic, uh, or I am taking what he had in his clinic, to millions of consumers. And that's what we set out to do at Dr. Vedya. So it's 150 years of family legacy and 5,000 years of science repackaged and rebranded to appeal to Priyanka, right? Repackaged and rebranded to appeal to modern consumers. So it's the ancient with the new and that's why it's called Dr. Vedya's New Age Ayurveda. I like the, the branding and the positioning that you're putting around the, the brand. And I'm so glad you're differentiating between the legacy aspect of it and where you see yourself taking the brand forward. You know, a lot of people might not be familiar with Dr. Vaidya's ancient roots. So walk us through the legacy of your grandfather and what's one thing that you really admire about his, uh, I wouldn't say business skills, because he started it as something which was appealing and, you know, satisfying the people around uh, around him to help them lead a better, healthier life. But now it's uh, not really commercialized, but it's you're trying to help more people lead healthier lives in this new era. So tell us one thing that's fascinating about your fa- grandfather. Yeah, so so uh, Priyanka Vedya, my last name means Ayurvedic doctor. And I actually come from a legacy of 150 years or six generations of Ayurveda in my family. That's what we can trace, right? As a family, we own more than 100 proprietary formulations passed down from generation to generation. Um, and and that's, that's the rich sort of history that I inherited. That's the rich legacy that I inherited. Um, I'm also personally actually um, cured of asthma, juvenile bronchitis using my grandfather's treatment. So I had a very personal journey with Ayurveda growing up as well. It took 14 years, uh, but I but I got got sort of cured with Ayurveda. And so uh, I grew up more than just uh, as a family legacy, as a personal uh, believer in the science as well. Um, and I spent a lot of time with my grandfather growing up because he was treating me of asthma and, and all of that, right? And so I was the family member or the grandkid who transcribed our formulations from the ancient scriptures to the computer. I used to sit with my dada, on Excel, and he would say the names of the herbs, and then put it on Excel. Um, and and you know, spending so much time with him, I actually learned a lot about his personality, and and I, I imbibed a lot from him, right? And and so the one thing which I respect the most about him was his discipline, right? Um, my grandfather, until the age of seventy-five, from the time I knew him when I was born, did the same thing every single day. That's amazing. Every day did the absolute same thing. Woke up at 4.30 a.m., read for one hour, had the same breakfast at 5.30, uh, papaya and a glass of milk, drove to the golf course, 6.15, first tee off at the golf course, came back home, had a shower, had some more breakfast, went to the clinic, spent his day in the clinic, 
left the clinic at the same time in the same car wearing the same clothes um he used to wear a white safari suit white shirt and white pants black shoes and a red pen in his pocket at all times and this discipline actually is something that i grew up respecting a lot it's something that obviously i can't imbibe the same level of discipline that he had in his life uh, but but i just really sort of took to that someone who did the same thing for so long but did it so well i just thought it was beautiful that's amazing and i'm so glad you've had a personal experience with ayurveda because for a lot of us millennials and the younger generation we always look into modern science for quick fixes right for our issues did you have any hesitations getting into ayurveda for your personal uh, you know uh, personal challenges or was it like you had this legacy and there was no option into looking into modern science for this one i don't have a complex answer actually my family has been in ayurveda it's part of our family's legacy and culture so i guess i wasn't even given an option it, it it's part of who we are it's, it's it's part of our our sort of dna um and and you know the amazing part is that when i was 2 years old i was on pumps nebulizers steroids inhalers all of those things when i used to get asthma attacks and uh, at at age 15 15 and a half i was um pretty much cured of asthma i love cricket i'm a huge cricket fan um i started playing cricket when i was 5 years old at 7 my dada pulled me out of the cricket field because there was too much dust we don't have cricket grounds like they are in the uk or south africa australia It's dust bowls in bombay and um my grandfather thought it wouldn't be great for me from a health perspective to be um interacting with so much dust and so at age 7 or 7 and a half I was probably the only kid who went to play golf and squash because those were sports that were reasonably cleaner than cricket um and when I was um 16 15 and a half actually I started playing cricket again because I was feeling fine at 16 and a half I became the captain of my school cricket team not because I was the best player but just because I could play and I was the most enthusiastic and regular uh and i now run half marathons and and an asthmatic sort of juvenile bronchitis sufferer who had multiple attacks run half marathons that's the power of ayurveda that's very impressive and you know the best part about having you on the show arjun is you your you are the raw authentic self of you because as a ceo when you have you know a multi million dollar company that you're running we try to create this aura or this perception and image that you have it all and you know it all but sharing these personal vulnerabilities makes you who you are and i wish you all the very best as you continue to take this organization to great heights well thank you and i think priyanka the 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 critical part about about this is right um i i come from a family where where um hard work is respected but um arrogance or um or, or sort of having an air is not tolerated at all my grandfather was the same my father was the same and so i think humbleness our equity is the second of our seven philosophies at dr vedyas um and and it's a very important part of our culture as an organization not just me or my wife who run it together but as an organization um there is no tolerance at all for arrogance that's pretty cool on that note i'm going to acknowledge the comments from our live listeners we have meeta jain who says love the show and She turned to Ayurveda too for her son's asthma, and she says, "Love that you're holding the torch for your granddad." Super! I'm so glad to see someone else who used uh, Ayurveda for asthma. Awesome! Thanks so much, Nita, for joining us as well. And please drop in any question or comment that you have for Arjun, which will get answered during the show. So, Arjun, talk to us about Dr. Vaidya's brand. As part of the new age Ayurveda brand that you're creating, you focus more on direct to consumers. 
how does that business model work, especially in a country like India, where I know digital penetration is is huge. Given the pandemic, everybody's forced to work on their smartphones. But having a, a brick to mortar store versus uh, you know a digital store, how does that work from an entrepreneurship standpoint? Yeah, so I think my grandfather was a brick and mortar guy. He ran a, a clinic and. Um, 2016, when I sort of took on the venture, um, I saw digital changing a lot in India. I was lucky in private equity to work on the digital ecosystem, and and I worked on e-commerce um, at the private equity fund that I was on. And at that time, I remember my first deal that I worked on was Mintra. The first company I looked at was Mintra. That time, we used to ask a question at the office that, do you think people in India will buy clothes online? Um, and fast forward seven years, and we're buying absolutely everything online, right? Even my uh, mom buys it online, if I should say that. I, I joke actually that um, the 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 pins for my for my pin board in the office, uh, I didn't buy them at a local stationery shop. I bought them on Amazon, and they showed up. Right, and and, and I, just today I got two Amazon parcels, one for a blanket and the other for socks, sports socks. So basically everything, at least for me, is online now. Um, and, and so I saw some evolution towards digital consumption, but when folks said, folks, um, I, I told folks that, hey, by the way, I'm start, I'm, I'm running an online-only Ayurveda brand. They thought it was absolutely crazy, right? Because Ayurveda is traditionally built offline. Um, and so I think that journey from 2016 to 2018 uh, of building a use case, building a proof of concept for the brand, um, getting from, I remember, one order every three days in November 2017 on our website um, to 50 orders a day in November 2018 to 1,000 orders a day in November 2019. That was a beautiful journey. Um, and, and I think um, through that, we learned so much about, about India, about consumption, about the way things were changing. The most powerful and beautiful thing about online, right? And, and, and you said, you know, we won a few recognitions, a few awards, all of those things. But the real power about an online business is that you can really get direct to billion plus consumers um, without pan-India distribution, right? So most beautiful part about Dr. Vedas, is if you ask me the biggest success is we fulfilled more than a million orders across 16 and a half thousand pin codes in India. Um, and so from Trichy to Muzaffarnagar and from uh, Imphal to Anantnag, we've basically got everywhere. And, and that, that to me is so exciting because it gives a customer who may not have access, access to high quality Ayurvedic care formulations and products at the touch of their fingertips. And that's really the power of the digital ecosystem um, and what's happening in India today. You know, that's very true. Now, tell us this. How did it feel when you were doing this digital transformation? What was going at the back of your mind as a young entrepreneur who was working in equity deals and then all of a, you know, it was not, I'm quite sure it was a gradual decision where you knew that you had to take on this legacy. How was the transformation and how did you, feel when you were going through this, uh, you know, leadership challenges, building the brand? Yeah, so I think Priyanka, building a business in India is not easy. Um, it's a very, very tough journey. Uh, I remember uh, my dad had passed away by this time. And I, and I told my grandmom, by the way, I'm leaving my cushy, prestigious, uh, high paying private equity job to take on Ayurveda. And she was like, firstly, you don't know Ayurveda. Secondly, you're not a doctor. And thirdly, 25-year-old kids aren't building Ayurveda businesses. That's not how the industry is. And That's not like, the okay. traditional way of doing business, yeah. right? Yeah. And and uh, I'll tell you a really, I love telling this story, actually. Go Just for when it. I talk to Vedias, um, so I, I actually, uh, I'm not able to grow a full beard, right? Um, 
and uh, at that time I definitely couldn't grow a beard, right? Twenty-five, full beard. Um, and I would go into meetings and people, and and I would go clean shaven, and people literally would be like, "But where's your boss?" And I'm like, "No, it's my company. I run the company. I'm the CEO." And they're like, "No, no, no. Where's the real CEO?" Right? And so I remember making a conscious effort to go into meetings unshaven, because it would make it would, you know, make me seem more serious or would make people take me more seriously. Um, and so that that's what uh, that, that, that was the early days, very difficult. Um, and then to say, hey, I'm building an online Ayurveda brand um, and, and building a business from scratch in a industry where there are legacy players who've been around for 100 years, really large brands, getting customer trust validation to the brand. Um, also, one thing about India is that, you know, FMCG or consumer products means anyone can consume those products, right? And so everyone has an opinion. Oh, I don't like your packaging. I don't like your branding. You should try this product. I didn't like this. Change the way you do this. I didn't like this ad. Change this ad. And, and so you get a lot of feedback. Yeah, and a people lot are very feedback. judgmental, very fast, right? That's just part and of our culture. Advice, right? And and we're very clear that Dr. Vedas is not a brand for us. It's a brand for India. It's a brand for Bharat. But it's not a brand built for elite um, consumers only, right? This brand has to go deep in India. And so sometimes when we do advertising only in Hindi, or our packaging was jazzy and had too many colors and was not minimalistic enough. Or we'd get pushback from our friends and family. But but I think uh, dealing with all of that and, and sort of staying true to our vision was, I think, the best decision we took. What was something that you said to yourself? Because it's the first time, you know, as a man, you've shared some of the challenges you have when you walk into a boardroom or deal with uh, your fundraising, you know, venture capitalist. Because most of the times you feel like, you know, women have certain challenges positioning themselves as a CEO, but even young entrepreneurs like you being men have certain, uh, uh, you know, issues that I'm so glad you're bringing up into the open. So what were you saying to yourself to keep your spirit going in those tough times? You know, to be honest, uh, I think the, the one thing, so I, 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 I mean, uh, people don't talk about it enough, but entrepreneurship is a lonely journey. It's a tough journey. And, and I'll be very honest, there are days when I felt, why the hell am I doing this? There are days when I've gone to my room on a Saturday evening after work and not left my room till Monday morning just because it was, I was like, why always me? Why is this happening to me? I think entrepreneurship is, 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 is two extremes, right? It's heartbreak, it's abject sadness, but it's sometimes just the highest highs and the lowest lows, right? And so when you feel the highest highs, you're like, great. But when you feel the lowest lows, you're like, oh my God, why did I even sign up for this? And and I think as an entrepreneur, over the years or, or, or over time, you realize how to take failure better, how to accept failure better, how to understand that it's not only you. Um, and I think that that's the that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. But but I think um, what keeps you going is um, two things for me. One is that I can control what's in my control, right? And so I can put in the hard work. I can use my my mind. I can stay true to my vision. I can launch good products. I can try to do what I can try to do. And the rest is not in my control. So as long as I'm giving my best, um, that, that's the best I can do, right? Um, and so I think keeping on going with that thing, I'm putting in the hard work. I'm putting in an honest day's work. I'm an honest entrepreneur who's genuinely trying to do something good. That's the one thing. Uh, and the second thing is there is some amount of duty to my grandfather's legacy, right? Um, that I'm taking forward a company with my family's name in it. 
um i think that also kept me going so i think these two things were really nice um sort of motivation and inspiration uh, to keep the journey going um and and i think uh, um on the toughest day sometimes you just think hey am i not putting in the hard work yes i am am i being honest yes i am am i trying hard yes i am and then eventually it comes and you know for us the first two years weren't easy but but as long as we did the basics right eventually things things worked out and and um as i said you know we did one order every couple of days in november 2018 and one order every couple of days after running a business for almost two years was like oh my god what are you doing on november 2017 after one year but then from one every three days to a thousand every day that that was the growth and that was the journey it was amazing you know that's very impressive arjun because you know as a ceo when you're sitting in that you know the top the top seat everybody feels that you know life as an entrepreneur is easy because you have a legacy but even for you it's it's a challenge where you have to prove yourself as the ceo at the same time prove this direct to consumer model as well which is very innovative and uh, kudos to you on you know a lot of backlash a lot of judgments and opinions that get passed on especially as a young entrepreneur you know facing all of those with a smile like what you are always what you always have in your face you know that's something that's very inspirational to a lot of us no and, and i think the other thing is you know priyanka it's a responsibility as well right there's big responsibility as an entrepreneur because uh, there are 150 families that live with us right it's not just me it's not just my team it's their families as well and they're all part of this larger ecosystem that is dr vedyas and so you're responsible not just for yourself you're responsible not just for your legacy you're responsible for your team as well and i think you you have to be and you have to keep that at the back of your mind because there are so many people i mean obviously you have a million plus customers but but you know direct responsibility to your team that's very true on that note we have a couple of other live listeners commenting which i want to make sure you get to know so you've not just inspired your family and the family of dr vaidya's brand but people all around the world through this podcast too so we have pruta ruparilia who says such an inspiration thanks pruta we have satya who says hi priyanka very interesting and impressive interview thank you satya as well so tell us about the made in india brand i know you're a proud displayer through your shirt yeah yeah so i'm i'm super patriotic um i came back to india straight after brown um i worked 3 years in private equity in india uh because i believe that you know as as 1% of us who get to have the opportunity and exposure to study abroad and have all these amazing experiences um i think it's important to give back so i wear this band of india on my hand um and all our products actually say proudly indian on the front and center it's part of our brand's ethos it's part of what we stand for and and our goal and objective is can we take this mark of india to shelves and countries across the world and and take this beautiful science of indian ayurveda to the globe um and so yeah india is a really important part of what we do um we are genuinely an indian brand with indian values and we want to take this mark of india to the world that's awesome so let's talk about your expansion strategy across us and other geographical areas what do you have in mind as part of your 2021 vision for dr vaidyas i think um while a lot of industries have been adversely affected by the pandemic uh, ayurveda has had an inflection point spinner spinner um it's been a time when people have understood the relevance of our science and not just in india globally right so we've launched in the us already um on amazon we'll go even deeper in the us um but but i think ayurveda has to be global and with dr vedyas and with the industry as well right i i do a lot of work with the ministry and i work with the ayurvedic drug manufacturers association i think 
it's the time for us to take this global yoga was repackaged rebranded and sent back to india by the west they made it cool and sent it back to us we've got to take ayurveda to the to the globe in the right way so tell us about that because you bring up a very interesting point be it with yoga or you know some of our spices like turmeric when the western world starts tooting about it that's when a lot of our younger generation indians start to look at the legacy and some of the best things that are that are uh, you know great grandfathers have passed it across how do you think you convince indians to embrace ayurveda more than modern science i'll give you two examples priyanka the first example is one of the first products i launched was called livid up livid up is an ayurvedic hangover shield that doubles up as a long term liver protector right and people thought i was crazy when i was launching an ayurvedic hangover product the reality is that we like to party and have a good time on the weekends and can ayurveda offer something that makes our saturday more productive or our sunday morning more productive similarly a lot of indians grow up having chavan prash it's a black bitter sticky and convenient paste but kids hate the taste and the texture and the color right um so we repackaged chavan prash into a product called chakash which is a toffee the chavan the, prash toffee the herbal kids. health toffees that sounds like a cool exactly. product exactly right so that's a point that if the west can make it cool and send it back to us why can't we make it cool and take it to the world and that's my philosophy that's very impressive so you're the sixth generation vidya entrepreneur who's disrupting this wellness space how do you look at the market how big of a market is india especially from a revenue standpoint uh it's huge it's absolutely massive um and i think that it's just growing right so ayurveda has been growing at 16 to 20% um per annum pre pandemic uh but right now i've had friends who never consumed ashwagandha never consumed geloy um consuming it and having it and so i think that the opportunity for ayurveda in india is huge i think the biggest challenge for ayurveda those education right so our grandparents generation knows about amla and uh, knows about bringraj and knows about geloy and knows about ashwagandha but the modern generation doesn't know enough about ayurveda and so the critical point here is education you have to educate consumers about this science about the different paradigms of this science and ayurveda is not just medicine so we have life ayurveda includes sleep ayurveda includes eating ayurveda includes health activity physical activity yoga getting more, right? getting more sunshine is also part of ayurveda so so i think the knowledge dissemination of ayurveda as a science is very important and the indian government's doing a great job with the creation of the ministry of ayush and all of these things but i think we have um a long way to go in india to spread further knowledge and and get the information about the science out there and who could be stakeholders as part of this awareness about ayurveda we have like the top 3 constituents yeah, that will be focused on we have us as brands we have the government we have research institutions and then we have us consumers and everyone needs to work together to push this message forward so if i'm having this conversation with you priyanka and and you've learned something about ayurveda it's now your responsibility to go to 10 people and and tell those 10 people about what you learned about ayurveda it's a multiplier effect right where somebody understands the benefit and then transfers the knowledge which is what our great grandfathers have been doing absolutely that's awesome so what's one accomplishment that you've been very proud of arjun when you look back as at your career as a ceo yeah so i remember um amazon came to india um uh, jeff bezos came to india this january um for this conference called sambhav and he gave awards to sort of some of the top brands that amazon works with and um we won an award um the youth brand of the year youth sme of the year congratulations 
the the event was in Delhi. I came back to Bombay and I gave my grandmom the award. Um, and I said, "Hey, by the way, Amazon gave us this award." And the smile on her face was the biggest accomplishment, not the award. How does it feel? Because your grandmom did tell you that, "Hey, you're a 25 year old young guy and taking on the CEO legacy." And here you are getting this award from Jeff Bezos. How do you? How did she see that transformation in you? Yeah. So look, there's there's been a lot of hard times in that transformation as well, and and she saw the hardest times as well, but. but um i think she's very proud because it's her husband's legacy that i'm taking forward right um and so she's very proud and very excited and every time we launch new product we show it to her and she's happy but but i think the initial sort of message to me was out of out of genuine care and concern um but but i think everyone's happy i mean the journey's been a beautiful one and and, and now seeing my family proud of it is is amazing and you've made the journey more beautiful by making your life partner trisha as your professional partner as well so tell us about that amazing partnership and one thing i really love seeing a lot of men doing is having more women uh, as part of the workforce and being allies for them and you've been a classic example by doing it right in the c suite so tell us a little bit more about trisha yeah, and her contribution another, i'll tell you another nice start about dr vedyas we actually have more women working in our factory than men um and 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 i didn't even notice that actually someone came to our factory for a visit and said by the way it's amazing that you have more women and i didn't even think about it i just accepted it as the way things were right so so i think that that's that's very deep ingrained into our culture uh but yeah it's been an amazing journey to work with my wife i think we were discussing my linkedin post about it as well um it's just a beautiful partnership um it's very difficult to find someone who's as invested into the business as i am and she is as invested we bring in different skill sets um she's sort of very strong in operations and marketing and day to day i'm more of a strategy person i'm good at production i'm good at a uh, business development for the business so we complement our skills very well and that's that that's the reason it's worked right because we don't we're not good at the same things but i think the key to all of this is um trust and 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 that's something we have but the other thing is complete honesty right so if she says something and uh, i have a conflicting opinion we reason it out together and whatever is best for the business what we do and th- and that's the reason the partnership has worked i've heard people say there's only two ways for a a husband wife or a, or or a partners working together uh, it's either great or it's terrible and for us it's gone great that's amazing and i hope this would be a great example for a lot of entrepreneurs to bring in their life partners as their professional partners too absolutely so what is a typical day look in the life of arjun can you share some anecdotes from your life i don't have a typical day uh the only thing i have that's typical is when i get into the office uh but being in a startup um, there's a lot of sort of firefighting that you do there's a lot of um new ideation there's a lot of new creation um and there's a lot of new things that come up every day so so i don't have a very structured day um i have structure into certain reviews and calls and meetings with the team that are planned um but, but otherwise it's just every day is a new problem and a new challenge and and overcoming that challenge and coming home and saying hey today can you believe we even did this you know that's very true you know one aspect that we see especially in this pandemic arjun is entrepreneurs face you know face fires every day and i've interviewed almost 75 plus guests on my show and the one thing that keeps constantly coming up is taking care of themselves so what is your self care routine uh, i have to work out at least 4 to 5 times a week um i run i play squash i play football although soccer has become less because of covid uh, but i have to do my workouts and if i don't do my workouts i have a terrible week you know self care is very important and 
keeping yourself moving is an ayurveda discipline Because, yeah. right critical so let's talk a little bit about the covid pandemic itself one how has this affected your business model yeah so i think uh, priyanka covid has been inflection point for our industry as i said um there's been a surge in demand for ayurvedic products a work from home was a challenge um for a business that never done work from home uh, but i think we've come around and and i'm very proud to say we've launched more than 15 products through the pandemic we've stayed open all through the pandemic except 10 days when it was the worst of the lockdown at the end of march and and i think overall it's been it's been fine for us uh but, but i don't like to bask in in because the glory yeah no, it's not about basking glory right we're fortunate that we're in this healthcare industry i think that the pandemic has been a challenge for a lot of people um and so we're just fortunate that we have worked we're fortunate that we are able to do meaningful work and affect lives i think that's the that's the that's the right way to look at it the second aspect is with this pandemic has this reopened our eyes into living a more healthier happy lifestyle what is your take on that absolutely absolutely i think the amount of people that have gone back to health amount of people that care about immunity the amount of people that have gone into fitness i think it's a blessing in disguise that's impressive you know what's one challenge that you see for yourself as you continue to push yourself to the next level what is something you you're doing for yourself as part of that leadership uh, quality letting go letting go um as you know, an that's very hard right arjun like letting go because yeah. you're so passionate about certain things but you have to right you can't they only 24 hours in a day and entrepreneurs sometimes want to do everything themselves and and that's not scalable um and so i'm a big fan of um reed hoffman's podcast masters of scale you can't scale if you're doing it all yourself um and so letting go is something that i'm working on it's not easy um accepting failure is also something that i'm working on but i think letting go is really important for entrepreneurs what is one thing that were you know when you look back you would give advice to younger self i know you're pretty young but if you had to start all over again what are like what is one thing that you would do differently mm i love the journey i love the way it's gone but if there's one thing i do differently a computer science degree in college or some computer science skills i have none and and i wish i had some hey but you can hire the best talent out there as the ceo absolutely absolutely no but if i could if i could do college again i'd do cs You know that's pretty amazing. You know, as a fellow computer science major, I'm glad to see a lot of more people embracing the STEM talent pipeline. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your life journey, Arjun. Because you know, as a CEO, you have this demeanor, but unveiling your true self, like from a personal struggle, challenge, and you know, personal struggle angle, as well as your professional uh, ways in which you are embracing growth, embracing failures. you know at at such a young age being the ceo there's a lot of pressure and i'm so glad you're doing your best to get to the next level so priyanka i i think it's been an honor and a pleasure to be on your show um i love initiatives like this because i think it's really important to have platforms like this to tell these stories and and kudos to you for having this amazing podcast talking about asian entrepreneurs and and sort of um thought leaders and and um it's been an honor for me i'm i'm so happy that you also sort of um have continued this through 79 episodes and 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 I hope you do 100 more awesome thank you so much arjun but we have a fun rapid fire round for you before we let you go are you ready for it let's do it so you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when i say the following oh. in one word who is arjun's favorite role model uh sachin tendulkar 
how do you define happiness i don't know that one i don't know it yet still pursuit of happiness i should say yeah still pursuit of happiness how do you define success oh oh these really deep questions oh contentment and you see that happening outside of the materialistic possessions and having the the top awards in the industry absolutely no that's not that that doesn't give you contentment i think contentment is more than that it's more spiritual right what is one fun thing a thing about arjun that is exclusive to our karib startup podcast listeners i know you love drums so tell me something beyond that oh i said i'm a marathon runner i said i'm uh uh um uh a big cricket fan uh but but one thing which which people don't know about me is uh my favorite show through the lockdown was indian matchmaking i absolutely <laughs> loved the show and i sent our products to seema aunty and she did a post for dr vedya's with with our products you know that's amazing i've watched the show and it's pretty realistic yeah i'm i'm so glad you know these digital shows are penetrating into the market and you know bringing reality into life Absolutely. I'm curious about your love for drums. How does music play an integral part of your life? I don't play the drums as much anymore, but I think that my runs, I, I run a lot, and and I think the playlist that I listen to defines my mood for that day. So I think it's an important part. Awesome. One final question: What is your native language, and one word to describe Arjun in his native language? uh my native language is gujarati and um majama is what what people say after you say how are you which is came show and that means having fun so yeah i'm i'm having fun i love that attitude and you know this was an amazing conversation arjun any parting thoughts to our listeners before we wrap up the episode no just take care stay safe stay healthy and stay immunized Awesome. Thank you so much Arjun. So to our listeners, that was Arjun Vaidya, the CEO of Dr. Vaidya, sixth age entrepreneur and somebody who's revolutionizing the phase of ayurveda through digital ways so go ahead and check out what dr vaidyas is doing and see how they can be beneficial to create a very happy and healthy lifestyle for you especially in this pandemic and for me arjun one of the key takeaways is in life you got to embrace failures and i'm so glad you're taking it one thing at a time you know as you are enjoying this leadership journey so i love that spirit in you and the bonus takeaway for me is i love the patriotic feeling that you have you know having moved from the us back to india to carry on the legacy of a great brand but at the same time innovating it and putting made in india proud and center right on the packaging which is very innovative thank you so much thank you priyanka and thank you arjun and thanks to all our listeners for tuning in on our 79th episode of career startup leadership podcast with arjun vaidya the ceo of dr vaidyas i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did thank you again and thanks arjun i hope you reach great heights and i would love to continue seeing uh getting all these awards embracing life having fun and being one of the the top recognized youth brands in india as well thanks priyanka take care awesome thank you mm-hmm.